You know how when you plan to study Korean all day and you're just like so excited to study Korean and you have it set for a certain time and then something happens and all of a sudden you can't study Korean. So you push it down, you push it down, you push it down. And then later on, it becomes a habit and you start to put more and more things above your Korean studies. That is the, um, what, you, what would you call it? That is the result of slowly but surely losing your sense of importance for korean now while i could talk all about that right now i have an episode right before this one that talks about motivation and knowing your reason for studying korean and all that stuff so you can check that out but what i'm going to be talking about in this episode is helping you find the time to study korean even when you don't have time even when all the time in the world you feel like has been sucked out of your day of your life you can still figure out how to squeeze Korean study into your day. So if you are interested in that, then please keep listening. Of course, let me just welcome you again back to the Super Simple Korean podcast. I am your host, Hidaya Peterson, but you can call me Daya. And I have been Korean obsessed for like years now, and it has helped me self-study Korean until a native level fluency, and now I am using this podcast and my blog, lingolobby.com, and Twitter, and pretty much any type of platform that I possibly can to spread my methods and knowledge and experiences with you um, for studying Korean and learning Korean, mostly through self-study. And if that is something that you are into and you are new here and you have not subscribed yet, then please subscribe because why not? Don't miss out on the amazing goodness that comes from this podcast. Another thing that I would like to mention really quickly is that I have, I am, we are currently on day 10 of a 20 day Korean challenge that I have been holding for the past 10 days. And I would like to invite you to join because this is a challenge that is um, what would you say? It's, mm, it's a challenge that helps you get rid of mindset blocks and figure out how to be more motivated and to find the time as well. That's why this episode exists because I have a day all about finding time. So if you really, really are someone who's busy, then you will need to sign up, sign up for this, um, challenge because it will help you find the time that you need. And, um, basically, the whole challenge is just to challenge you to study every day for 5 to 10 minutes or 10 to 20 or 15 to 30, whatever, minutes every single day. But it's also designed to help you figure out the reason behind studying Korean. It's, help, it's to help you figure out um, your goals. It's, help, it's to help you figure out your plan, your studying strategy. And of course, at the very last bit, something that I have been teasing about on Twitter is speaking. There will be a whole a whole section all about building the confidence to speak more often. But I have to warn you, this challenge will disappear on January 1st. Actually, to be more exact, it will disappear December 31st at midnight Eastern Standard Time. So if you have not joined yet and you are listening to this and it's after January 1st, and I apologize, you won't be able to find the challenge. But if you are listening to this, on December 20th, when I am posting this, or you're listening to this on December 25th, 
23rd or 20 well 25th is christmas so you, you may not be but if it's a time that is before december 31st then you can still join if you join you will still start at day one no problem and even if january passes you will still have the rest of the challenge because this is a challenge that i have um done quote unquote dripped so basically you will be in a sequence and all of the content and the workbooks and the worksheets and stuff like that will be automatically set up to go to you on its on their respective days so don't worry you have not missed anything but i encourage you to join the challenge because it is awesome and also you only have 10 more days until you can join it do not miss out on jumpstarting your korean self-studies before the new year get a head start on the new year and trust me the first month of the new year will be easy breezy lemon squeezy i have no idea where i came up with that but anyways let's get on to the episode thank you for listening so in today's episode i'm going to be talking about how to integrate korean into your daily life and make it where it's around you enough that you don't have to study korean for an hour a day three hours a day 30 minutes a day and still you'll get amazing results and you'll improve amazingly fast so that is what i'm going to be talking about today if you want a video i mean not a video a i think i'm a youtuber clearly my brain is like so used to youtube that i just like switch into this non-existent youtuber mode whenever i podcast i apologize but if you would like me to make an episode about you know blocking out time and making time for consistent korean studies then let me know i can do that but lately in my season of life i have not had the time to actually sit down and study korean for like an hour like oh my god as much as i try i always sit down and i'm like okay 15 minutes that's all i can do 15 minutes let's get this done like oh my goodness i'm still in the process of figuring out how the actual heck to get an hour in like if i can get an hour in then that's amazing that's golden but what i have been doing is using my daily activities and daily interests and daily this and daily that to squeeze korean into my life so that i can actively and passively absorb the korean language when i am doing things like brushing my teeth or fixing my hair or uh not taking a shower because i can never hear anything over the water like if i put a podcast on and i like have it in the shower like in the bathroom or something like that i can't hear anything i don't understand how people listen to podcasts while they're in the shower like give me tips please because i genuinely can't do it like i feel like my my family can probably hear the podcast more than i can and i'm in the bathroom with the phone like sitting on the toilet on the top of the toilet and it's like oh oh what's that oh i can't hear anything ha yeah no if you have tips for that then please give them to me because i genuinely have no idea how to do it but i have found ways to squeeze korean and integrate it into my daily life because the truth is it doesn't have to be this crazy intricate intricate oh i have to study korean for three hours every day in order for you to make progress if you're someone who has a really busy life and you find that that's kind of impossible or it's like in these three hours that i could be studying korean i could also be like you know taking a bath and like winding down from a stressful day at work or something like that um don't bathe for three hours because you'll turn into a fish but what i mean is like you know if you're using that time to wind down and for self-care and stuff like that then it wouldn't make sense to bog your brain down more with more information your brain's going to be like whoa dude i am not liking this and it's going to push out way more than it takes in 
So that's why I have made this episode and that's why I have thought, okay, you know what, this is a good idea because there are way too many of us who are busy, 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 but also really want to make time for our hobby and that is studying Korean. So I'm just gonna jump right in. The first thing, I have three things by the way. The first thing is all about using your net time wisely. Net time is the time that you are doing something that is like on autopilot. So the things that I can think of off the top of my head right now, washing dishes, brushing your teeth, doing your hair, uh, fixing your makeup, um, yeah, stuff like that. Like if you are doing something and you feel like, oh, I could put on a nice, I could put on a playlist while I'm doing this, put on a Korean playlist and not a Korean song playlist, put on a podcast playlist and let your brain passively soak up Korean. Because, believe it or not, this works so freaking well. When I was studying Korean, when I was like, I think I was a month in, possibly, or a weekend, I don't know. I was really early in, but I had realized that sometimes it's just not possible to get like a lot of studying done in one day. So for the days that I didn't have time, I would put on the Talk To Me In Korean podcast and I would do, I would listen to that while I was doing my chores. I like carried my phone all over the house with me because like a lot of times I didn't have pockets but I would carry my phone around and I would like put it in my sleeve or something like that and I would mop or sweep or iron clothes while I was listening to the podcast and trust me it helped and helpful tip if you are someone who is just starting out and you are also thinking about doing that with talk to me in Korean make sure you repeat after them because there's no point in listening to the podcast and doing the exercises if you don't actually speak the language. Speak after them, copy them. That is the best way to mix up that active with the passive and make you like your brain actually be like, oh wait, no, we should remember this. Yeah, let's remember this. So that's my tip for you for that. But um, yeah, basically use your time where you're doing something that is not necessarily you don't have to think about it so like while you're washing dishes like if you're someone who like hums and sings while you wash dishes i am definitely 100 <laughs> percent then um put on a podcast i say podcast all the time but you could put on a video and like set it away from the sink or something like that you could um really you could do anything like honestly if you like um watching kbs is it kbs i think it's kbs kbs world possibly yeah the youtube channel that streams um korean tv live then if you're someone who watches that often and you think that that would be good for you, then put it on in the background while you're washing dishes or while you're fixing your hair or stuff like that. I used to do that also, although I still don't like Korean variety as much. It helped. It definitely helped, um, especially when like I would notice people that I actually liked on like Weekly Idol and stuff like that. I'd be like, oh my God, I'd be so much more invested. And that would kind of kick on the active studying side, the active, I guess, side of the brain. And um, it would made it, make it so much more um, effective, I guess you could say. So yeah, use your net time wisely. Anytime that you find yourself doing something that is on autopilot, washing your face, taking, not taking a shower, honestly. Like I said, I, I have no idea how people listen to podcasts while they're in the shower and actually retain information that they heard in the podcast because I can't hear anything over the water ever. But if you figure, if you're someone who knows how to do that, then do that. And if like brushing your teeth, put a podcast on. Um, I don't know, washing dishes, put a podcast on or a show on. Um, cooking, put a podcast on, put a show on. 
put music on, do something. Just figure out every way that you can to have Korean in your ears as much and as often as possible. Then the second thing is if you are someone who schedules your Korean studies and you find that you work so much better when you do, but you find it hard for you to actually stick to that schedule, hold yourself accountable. Find someone to help you hold yourself accountable. So if you study, I mean, if you schedule like 30 minutes every day um, from one time to the next time, whatever time and 30 minutes later, then tell someone and make them hold you accountable. Tell them, that, tell, give them your schedule. Even if like, if you have to print it out and then like give it to them and be like, okay, look, listen here, this is my schedule. Ask me on this day, this day, and this day if I did it. Because holding yourself accountable and knowing that someone else is also expecting you to do something makes you so much more likely to do it. However, there is definitely an overboard line, overboard line here. There is a line that you can cross and then it becomes just so overwhelming. Do not challenge yourself to study five hours every day if you know that you cannot study five hours every day and that it would result in you being uh, sleep deprived and stressed and overwhelmed and depressed and all of that not good stuff, then don't do that. And especially don't get someone to be like, okay, have you studied your five hours of Korean today every single day? Because instead of actually getting stuff done, you'll be doing the opposite because there will be so much resistance that you will not want to study and that will result in you feeling behind that will result in you feeling like crap and all that not good stuff that we do not want so when you are doing this make sure you do it in tangible tangible ways make sure you study you schedule your studies in small bite-sized yet very focused very effective very productive sessions and then have someone check up on you every few days not every day because i don't know about you but i get really annoyed when people check up on me every day like if they are like oh did you study korean today every single day it makes me want to slap like no stop Shh. Mm -mm. leave me alone because you know studying korean is a thing that i do for myself and i assume that you do it for yourself too because it's something that you have an interest in. It's a hobby more so than a chore. So if someone makes you feel like it's a chore, no, that's not a good thing. Don't make it a chore. The minute you make it a chore is the minute you will ignore it and the minute you will start feeling like crap about it. Don't do that. And then the last thing is, well, I kind of talked about it earlier, but it's kind of different in this context. And that's basically integrating Korean into your daily life. And what I mean by this is actually like changing your phone into Korean, putting sticky notes on the walls and on the, the different objects with the Korean words. Um, what else? Searching on neighbor or something like that in Korean. So like if you're looking up something, uh, for example, let's just use off the top of my head, Bangtan Sonyandan. I don't know why I use them all the time. Probably because like they're the most prominent group in the world at this point. So it's just so easy to use them. Everybody knows BTS, right? Right? You know BTS, right? <laughs> I hope so. Because um, if you don't, then this might just go like right over your head. But if you're searching Bangtan Sonyandan, right? And you want to, I feel like I botched that, that pronunciation at this point. But anyways, if you want to search up something about them and it's like maybe there's like news going around and you're just like oh my god i really want to know what they're up to and um i don't know for whatever reason it hasn't been translated into english yet then search bangtan sonyeondan on naver instead of google 
And if you're someone who does not have Naver, which by the way, if you're learning Korean, I 100% recommend that you download Naver because using Naver as like your search portal kind of forces you to use Korean. I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just me, but when I decided, I think I had like decided to use Naver as my go-to search portal for like a month or something like that. And even though it's like, yeah, you can search in English and things will pop up, but knowing that it's a Korean search portal and knowing that most likely you'll get better results if you search through Korean, it forced me to think more in Korean and to kind of figure out how Koreans search up things. So that's definitely a great thing. Plus, Naver has like a bunch of, um, oh God, they're just like amazing, honestly. Naver is amazing, okay? Like they have um, Naver blogs where you can go and follow blogs that talk about things that you like. And that's really cool because then you would be learning um, Korean vocabulary through your hobbies as well. So that's really, really good. Um, you could also download Naver Webtoons and watch Webtoons. You could also watch webtoons you could read webtoons you could also go to v live and watch lives i mean like there's so many things that you can do with naver so i recommend that you download naver if you're learning korean especially especially the dictionary do not use google translate oh my god if you use google translate i'm gonna slap you like i i promise you don't use google translate use naver dictionary do it okay um, also, of course, if you're someone who does not have Naver and you don't have any space on your phone to download Naver or you don't want to download Naver because maybe you're overwhelmed by it, I totally understand. Just start searching things in Korean on Google. Trust me, you will get results. And it's awesome, really. It's really cool when you search something in a language that you are studying and you get results that you are actually looking for. Like, that is so satisfactory. Like, satisfaction at its finest. Trust me, you'll love it. But basically, overall, of everything that I have just mentioned, most of it is just find ways. And I mean, like, go beyond the ways that I've recommended. The ways that I've recommended is just kind of like at the top of my head, things that I do nowadays, but I'm at a level where I don't actually have to submerge myself in Korean as much anymore because I've already done the steps when I first started to submerge myself in Korean. I'm pretty sure, am I using the right word? Submerge, immerse, immerse, there we go. Immerse myself in Korean. I took those steps when I first started studying Korean because I knew I wasn't going to Korea anytime soon. So I was like, okay, I need to DIY my immersion, okay? I need to bring Korea to me. So I took so many steps to do that. and. That's what I'm basically telling you to do. You know, if you're, especially if you're new to Korean or you're restarting your Korean studies and you find that you can't go to Korea, you know, because most of us can't really just like hop on a plane and be like, yeet, like, no, um, that's not possible for a lot of us. But if you want to make Korean, you know, if you want to immerse yourself in Korean as much as possible, then just actively seek out ways throughout the day that you can study Korean or you can have Korean in your ears. When I say study Korean, I don't always mean sitting down with a textbook. In fact, I probably, I really never mean sitting down with a textbook because I don't use textbooks. Like all of my stuff has been um, online. I do have textbooks, but mostly for review, like for actually learning things, I've not really used textbooks, but we'll talk about that later. Um, 
Basically, what I'm telling you to do is take the tips that I've given you about integrating Korean into your daily life, including the study one about, you know, um, blocking out time, right? And then go beyond, go above and beyond. Challenge yourself to find ways to put Korean into your life passively and actively. So like I said, you know, put on podcasts, put on, uh, what is it? The live stream, the KBS live stream. If you have a way to put on Korean TV, that would be honestly so cool. Do it. Like just figure out a way to always have Korean in your vicinity, in your ears, in your face, like just always figure out how to do that. I also recommend making a Twitter account specifically for Korean because guess what? Koreans love Twitter. And if you're in a fandom, this is even better because you can go and make a Twitter account, right? And then follow people, Korean um, fans in your fandom and like follow only the Korean ones. And you will slowly start to be like immersing yourself in their language. And you'll find out really cool phrases about your faves in Korean. Like, I learned fangirl slang probably before I learned actual slang. Like, it's a fun and engaging way to force yourself to study Korean more actively. But however the rule is, don't be like me, okay? Do not go and start following English accounts because you're just like, oh my god, that's interesting. No, no, no. Stay in the Korean side because once you start going in the English direction, you will not leave. Trust me. It happened to me. Like, just, just listen to me. Trust me. Anyways, <laughs> I'm like running out of breath and I'm hungry, so I will end it here. Please, please, please take what I said and then go above and beyond. Just actively look for ways to integrate Korean into your daily life because you will pick up way more passively than you will if you sit there and try to stuff Korean into your head 30 minutes every single day. Of course, you need to study the, um, the, the vocabulary, you need to study the grammar and all that stuff. Duh. But... In order to keep the language going through your head and fresh, and also in order to pick up the natural nuances of the language and natural ways of speaking Korean, you have to expose yourself to actual everyday Korean. And the best way to do that is through these things. The best way to do that is finding podcasts in Korean, finding YouTubers who are Korean, Korean YouTubers, finding um, you know, reading articles and not news articles. No, no, no. I mean like blog posts and stuff like that. Although technically a lot of people make mistakes when they write blog posts and stuff like that. The truth is you're reading natural Korean. So your Korean is more likely to mold into a more natural um, way, more natural state, I guess you could say, than if you were to only study through a textbook and then speak. If you study through a textbook, then that's basically like you're, if you study only through a textbook and you stick only to the textbook and you only rely on um, conversations and stuff from the textbook, then you, oh my God, I hope I'm not blowing in your ear right now. I apologize. I am not an ASM, ASM, oh, I can't even say it right now. I'm not trying to do that. I apologize. Um, but if you just stick to studying through your textbook only and only using the example sentences in your textbook, then you will speak like a textbook. And if you've ever looked at an English textbook, you know that that is not, that is not natural. Like it is way too polished and no one speaks like that. So 
use the textbook to learn grammar and um, important vocabulary, but then take the knowledge that you learn from the textbook and test it. Challenge yourself to understand um, daily life of Koreans and stuff like that, and do that by finding ways to um, bring, Korean to, bring Korean and Korea to you. And trust me, right now it's going to be hard. I mean, it might be hard. Um, you know, finding YouTubers and searching on Google and searching through Naver and finding podcasts and stuff like that. But once you start, it becomes like a snowball effect and eventually you will do two things. You will just passively, subconsciously, I guess you could say, passively start searching for more Korean content, more content in Korean, but also YouTube's algorithm loves that stuff and they will start recommending you way more videos. If you are looking for Korean YouTubers, they will recommend you all the Korean YouTubers. I promise you. I've recently started studying Russian and I have only watched two Russian videos and now there are like Russian videos, Russian YouTubers sprinkled in my recommendation list. So trust me, just get it started and like the algorithms will take you, they will, they will lead you along, especially on Twitter. If you make a Twitter account and you follow people in your fandom who are Korean, then they, YouTube, YouTube, not YouTube, Twitter will recommend you more people who are similar to them. Um, yeah, so that is what I have for you today. I am going to go and eat food because I am angry. I am hungry. I'm not angry, actually. I'm just hungry. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I hope that it helps you. And if you liked it and you find it helpful and you think that you know someone who might also find it helpful, then please share it with them. Also, don't miss out on any episodes. Please subscribe. I actually have a little bit of a plan to start doing bonus episodes. So if you want to see those, mind you, bonus episodes, I will not mention them anywhere but here and on my email list. Email list? Newsletter? Yeah, we're going to find a new name for that because that's boring. But I will only mention them in this circle. So if you're subscribed, then you will see the bonus episode. But if you only follow my Twitter, then you will not get news of the bonus episode and you will miss it. So please subscribe to the podcast so that you can get those firsthand. And also share it with your friends or family members or anyone you think would absolutely benefit from this and love it. And leave a review because that would be amazing. <sighs> yeah. Also, of course, follow me on Twitter. And yeah, follow the podcast. I just like hit the, my phone. I apologize. Follow the podcast on Twitter at SSK underscore podcast. And follow me on Twitter at H-E-D-A-Y-A underscore P. That is Hedaya P. And hit me up. Honestly, I'm always, I'm always down for a conversation. I love, 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 love talking to you. So please have fun. Anyways, thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. 안녕히 계세요. 그리고 다음에 또 봐요. Bye-bye.